Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Because you're listening today, I want to give you a gift. It is my six-step blueprint to living alcohol-free. This is what I've used, the steps that I've taken (laughs) without AA, so that way I can live a healthy, sober life. Text the word GIFT at 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's GIFT at 1-855-649-6196. Enjoy today's show. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. Hope everyone has been blessed today. I know I've been blessed today. Why? Because I have you listening to my podcast. What? (laughs) Anyway, so I've been feeling such an, I'm so incredible. And let me tell you why. Now, I don't know your thoughts on fasting, but I've been fasting. It's been like, let's see, one, two, three, four, maybe like four days in actually five days in two weeks. <gasps> not straight though. Not like five consecutive days in a row. I think I'd probably pass out by then, but I don't know. Jesus did it for like 40 days, 40 nights. And I don't know. <laughs> you could tell he is God if he can do that. Cause one day I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go and curl up in a little ball and just pray. <laughs> but I wanted to share with you my fasting experience. So I don't know if I've told you this, but my husband and I have decided to have a little garden. Well, it was my idea first. It was my idea first. Because, you know, if you've heard my podcast before, I'm sure you've heard me say many times that I want a farm. I want a farm when I retire. I want a farm well, I, would want, I want it now, actually, but I don't think I could afford it right now. But when I retire, I want us to live near the mountains, near a lake, and have like a one-story house. And I, vision, I envision myself just having a calm and peaceful life where I'm just hearing nature around me, that I'm just in this state of consciousness where I feel closer to God. I want to be more holistic and natural and not eat processed foods, Ugh. <laughs> but have my own garden with fresh fruits and vegetables, as well as I do want a cow <laughs> and a horse <laughs> and a sheep and a goat, but just for like pets, not to eat them or anything, <laughs> especially the horse. I'm sure that probably wouldn't taste good. <laughs> anyway, um, I also want bees. I want bees to produce honey for me. And I would just love to like sell my produce, my produce to people and still continue my business since a lot of it is, you know, through it's virtual. So through Zoom. And that is my goal. And so we've decided to have a mini, not mini farm, a mini garden. 
And he's gotten, he kind of went a little bit overboard because it was just an idea. And he was like, well, I don't want to be taking care of all of these plants and stuff. I said, no, 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 no. I will be taking care of them because it is what I want. But guess what? He wound up going to, I think it was either Ace or maybe it was Lowe's or Home Depot or any place where there was a garden or had like things that you could plant. And he started putting seeds everywhere in our backyard. And so now we have tomatoes. Now we're getting peppers. We have planted okra, eggplant, squash, zucchini, cucumber. And for Father's Day, I got him two plants. It is scrapes as well as blueberries. And we also have strawberries and much more different herbs like mint and rosemary and all those good things. So we have a plethora of stuff going on in our backyard. And mind you, we have, we have a small backyard. It's not that big. <laughs> but anyway, we have the kids water it. <clears throat> and we've just enjoyed being outside and just taking a look at what God has done, <laughs> his creation and how we just take care of it and just see its beauty. So what I've been doing in my fasting is I've been actually taking like the mint and like the cucumbers and everything. And I have been making these teas. Well, with the cucumbers, I actually have been putting them in uh, just water and ice and just making a pitcher of like cucumber water. And I have been just drinking those plus just baby black coffee in the morning, no sugar, no milk. Uh, and also like, um, let me see, nothing with sugar or milk. So no protein shake, nothing, nothing. It's just straight liquid. Seltzer water is okay. I hear seltzer water is okay. So I wanted to do this for myself because first off, I want to become more disciplined. Discipline is the most, the biggest self-care thing you can do for yourself because it is putting yourself a priority and making you stronger where you're not having to look at everything and get tempted by it and just kind of like fall back on your goals. And I can tell you an example, minus sugar. That is a temptation that I have since I stopped drinking. I look at candy and my mouth drools, okay? <laughs> but I'm trying to become more disciplined by not eating sugar throughout the week. And this includes in my drinks, like coffee my smoothie, things like that, right? Natural sugar is okay, but not like that white pottery stuff. <laughs> and so I've been doing these teas and I've been, you know, doing the coffee, like I said, in the water. And I have been feeling really good. My mind feels more clear. Now, I think I'm thinking this because I'm detoxing all of the processed stuff that I'm used to eating sometimes because I have kids and I know the kids shouldn't be eating this, but sometimes we'll get like chicken nuggets and stuff. I mean, everything's processed unless you're <clears throat> raising your own animal and then deciding to kill it and then cut it and who knows. But even in this stuff, our air, like these chemtrails and everything, every, we're not safe here on the planet Earth. It's just, it's just a mess. So we just do our best and my best is to try to fast. So anyway, so I'm fasting and my husband can only do it one day a week. I've been doing it like two or three days a week just to see. And this is, like I said, no food, no nothing, just liquid, watery stuff. And although I've been having to use the restroom a lot, I, I feel like I have a connection to the Lord more. I feel like I, I'm going to tell you, like my, 
I feel like I had an outer body experience. I didn't see my body. And I've had one of those before where I actually touched my body. It was very interesting. But <clears throat> I feel like I'm floating like out of my body and it feels so good. Like I feel like, oh, like I'm flying in the sky. <laughs> and I don't feel like tense. I feel very relaxed. And I'm just into prayer during that time. Like really into prayer focusing on what I'm grateful for. <clears throat> Before when I used to pray, I used to pray what I wanted. God, give me this. Lord, give me that. God, why am I not getting hitting my goal? Why, why? Give me, give me. Why, why, why? Give me, give me. I've completely transformed, uh, especially since I'm sober. I've I learned to appreciate life a little bit more and my surroundings, my family, my children. I appreciate them so much. <clears throat> and so that I always, when I pray, I always say, thank you for this day. God, thank you for this day. And then I just express my gratitude. And then with whatever challenge I'm having, I will say, please lead me into making the right decision. Please guide me into taking action. Please help me. Give me your wisdom. Give me your strength. Give me your courage is how I pray. And now I always pray this because I find that the Lord answers my prayers like that rather than me saying, give me this. Why this? <laughs> right? Like, why didn't I win the lottery? Ah. And so I notice when I'm fasting, I'm more aligned to my prayers. And when I'm more aligned to my prayers, I feel like I am connected to God. And when I'm more connected to God, I feel like I am no, not part of this world anymore. <clears throat> and I don't want to be part of this world. I know I'm here on a mission. My mission is to serve. Who do I serve? Well, first off, I serve the Lord. His will is my will. That is my will. I think Charles Spurgeon quoted that a long time ago. I mean, long, when I say long time ago, I mean like in the like 1600s or so. <laughs> a long time ago, maybe the 15 to 1600s. And when I serve, I'm serving the women that I feel like I can help. The women that I align to, the women that align to me, the women who want to make a difference in their life. They're wanting to become a better person, a better wife, a better mother, a better employee. They just want to be better overall. But the first thing we got to do is get rid of the alcohol <laughs> because we drink in order for us to feel something different. Now, why are we drinking to feel something different? Is it because we don't like who we are or is it because we want to explore different things to numb us or to make us forget about the problems that we are currently having. There are many different reasons why people drink alcohol. And I'm not, whoever's listening to this and, you know, they have no alcohol problem or anything, you know, first off, I wish I was like you because I, I there was no way I would have to drink everything. So you really are disciplined and I, that's something to definitely be grateful for is that you can stop whenever you want to stop. So I'm not bashing alcohol. What I'm bashing is how my personal story, I'm bashing alcohol and what it did to myself. 
and other family members as well. It is something that destroys family. It is something that destroys health, your brain. It is something that destroys your liver. I mean, it just destroys. The alcohol, in my opinion, is the enemy, is the enemy because it gives you false hope. It feeds you lies and it's there to destroy you. The devil is, has purposes in life. In life, what it does, it steals, kills, and destroys. Again, it steals, kills, and destroys. And that is what alcohol did to me. It stole my dignity. It killed my inside in my relationships. And it just brought shame to myself and to my family and to my loved ones. Now, I don't know, I was kind of going off on a tangent here. I went from fasting to my guardian, back to fasting, then to uh, prayer, to God, then to alcohol, to the devil. <laughs> yes, but you know what? They're all connected. They are all connected. Because once we know who we truly are, guess what? You can reverse everything. Once you know who you truly are, guess what? You are not part of this world. When I say part of this world, you're not part of worldly things anymore. You're not thinking about the next car you're going to get and how expensive and beautiful it's going to be. You're not thinking about all these fashion designer bags and high heels and coats and jewelry and things like that. You're not thinking like, oh, I have to look better than this person, this, this, that. You're thinking this instead. How, wow, how can I serve somebody here on earth? How can I help them discover who they are? How can I pray for somebody? How can I love? Once you've transitioned and start thinking those things, your life transforms tremendously. Now, people always ask me, well, Gina, how do you transform so fast? What, what's going on? Well, first, you must surrender. No, because a lot of people here on earth, they think they're their own God. They worship themselves. And it's true because I worshiped myself and alcohol. Those are the two that, that was really only, that was the only thing that I worshiped, but I worshiped the bad self because alcohol is the one who created that false image of Gina. Now, when Gina broke through her alcohol, now I'm speaking third person, <laughs> slowly was I discovering myself by being around people who aligned with me, being around activities, doing activities that I thought I would never enjoy or like. I tried something new every day, even if it made me feel uncomfortable. I still tried it. And that determined whether I liked it or not. And mind you, I didn't like cooking, but during the pandemic, I had opportunities to learn, explore different recipes and cook. So I was creating all of these dishes, especially Indian dishes. Like my husband says I cook better than where he lived in Chennai in South India. And I was like, so like, what? Me cooking that good, what? <laughs> but you know what? I had it in me. And you have whatever you want or whatever you desire in you as well. I'm gonna ask you a question. What is holding you back from getting to your goal? 
Is it finances? Is it lack of security? Is it limiting beliefs, self-doubt, nervousness, anxiousness? What is it? And then explore what you can do to overcome what's preventing you from getting to your goal. So for example, alcohol. I didn't realize I was an alcoholic many years later. I didn't admit it until I destroyed my health where I couldn't function without it anymore. And once I admitted I was an alcoholic, I surrendered. I knew there was something out there that needed or could help me, but I needed to make that decision for myself that I wanted the help. So as soon as I made that decision, I surrendered. And I said, God, please help me. I need your help because I cannot do this on my own. I've tried everything. And he listened. But I thought I was dying because I had pancreatitis and I thought this was a, a, a curse. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm being punished. But it wound up being a blessing because that was what wound up happening to me that led me to change my whole life and be sober for the rest of my life. Because I was hospitalized, I detoxed and I said, wow, what better way, what better timing is it for me just to be sober now? So I ask you, what's stopping you? Do you know who you are? And if you don't, find a higher power. It could be God. For me, it's God. It could be the universe, your consciousness. It's all the same <laughs> to let you know. It's all the same. It's that higher frequency. The one that created us in his own image. That energy that we have inside us is there just to become brighter, lighter. And people can, people notice when you start getting, stepping up to your next level, they notice these things. They, and they will start seeing themselves. And like if they, for example, okay, I'll give you another example. A lot of people always say, oh, you're so magnetic. You're so magnetic. I don't know why. It's because they see themselves in me but they don't know it yet. You see, we're all connected. You're all my brothers and sisters. We're all part of the one great, we're all part of, we're all instruments of a greater symphony. That symphony is God. He is the conductor and we are all connected. We are all aligned. Anyway, I just wanted to share that in my fasting experience because I am fasting today. And that's why I decided, you know what, maybe I should go ahead and um, hop on here and talk a little bit about what I've been experiencing and what it's doing in my life. It's helping me break through eating bad. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, the sugar is hard. Sugar is hard, especially after drinking. First thing you do is crave sugar. The first thing you do is like you're just miserable and just want to, I don't know, drink more. But that's never, <laughs> it doesn't wind up good when you, when you relapse. Trust me, I've relapsed many times. But sugar, I was like, man, how do I stop wanting sugar? Well, it's called discipline. Something that everyone should practice. How does one discipline themselves? You think of your biggest goal and you see yourself achieving that goal, 
And whatever gets in the way, you just let it go because you know you're the most important person for you. You are the only one who can change things. Nobody else can change you but you. It's a practice. And right now I'm practicing discipline and ah, I'm loving it. I'm getting better and better and better. Practice discipline today and let me know how it goes. Until next time, God bless you. I want to give a shout out to Feedspot. They recognized my show as being on the 50 Best Women Sobriety Podcasts. I am super excited about that and I couldn't have done it without you. I also want to introduce my new mini course. It is called Overcoming Challenges. So if you're having difficulty in everyday life with things happening that are unexpected or you're like, how do I handle this? I have the tool. <laughs> I will leave those links in the show notes. And if you are wanting to be part of my newsletter, make sure you text the word SHINE, that's S-H-I-N-E at 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's 1-855-649-6196. Please make sure you leave a five-star review if this podcast is for you. Love you.